Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Not Your Dad's Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Davis Sutek, the one and only in the flesh. But, <laughs> but we're not going to be talking about part two of Falsettos Act Two. No, no, no. I am going to be talking about anything else but that because I am tired and. Yes, I know my musicals like the back of my hand. I just feel like I shouldn't have started episode one with the part one of an analysis of a musical. So um, I'm going to do part two another day. But right now I wanted to update you guys on what life's been like for me and maybe talk about a few things along the road. And no, I do not have a script for this episode, but we will see where it goes. All right, so stay tuned. All right, all right. Well, you you know who I am. It's Jackson. So, um, what has happened since the last time we had our little talk? I <clears throat> really just got a lot more schoolwork that piled up on top of itself, and it left me with not much free time. Um, of course, I've been talking to my lovely best friend, Adelaide a lot um yeah she's she's been doing the same thing too she's probably my most talked to friend that I have talked to her more than anyone else and get this did you know that she is a manager at a Papa John's and you may be thinking pizza Papa John's shameful shameful Well, if you're not thinking that and you're like, Jackson, why would you think that? You're the one that thought of it. Trust me, there are people that think that. I used to think that. But in a a matter of fact, she is so good at what she does. And she works so hard. And get this, she doesn't necessarily love the job. It's not like her passion, but she's good at it. And she's using that to advantage. She's getting that bread. She's racing them rats. You know, she's getting it. She's milking the cow until the cow dies. And then milk it a little more. That's what she's doing. And she's doing a great job at it, too. So, you know, hats off to Adelaide. That's just good job. Um, Keep up the good work. And to everyone else out there who's, like, struggling with work and school. You know, it's not easy, and not everyone has parents that like, kind of like baby you or even acknowledge that you're putting an effort into what you do. So if you're listening to this and you have that kind of life, take just listen to Jackson when he tells you Daddy Jackson is proud. Serious. All jokes aside, the effort you put into what you do does not go unnoticed with me. And trust me, you and I will both appreciate what you do at the end of the day. So just keep going. Anyways, I don't know. What should I talk about? How about I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, going to look a little where I'm from and what kind of life I lived growing up. Well, my name is Jackson Sutek. I was born August 3rd, 2000. 
Um, I think I was born in Illinois. I don't know. But wherever I was born, I know it's not Florida. I know I say I'm born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. I am, but technically. I was born in another state south, a little bit to the left of the U.S. Uh, I don't know. What is that? East or west? No, a little bit to the west. Well, um, anyways, wherever I was born, I was only there for like a week. And then I was... Then my parents moved straight back to Jacksonville and raised me there. Um, so I, I stayed there for quite a long time um, in the same area too, downtown Jacksonville. And you know what? Jacksonville is its a lovely city. It, it isn't just home for me. It's literally like there's something magical about it. I don't know, maybe it's just because it's where I'm from, but, you know, there's, it has this kind, these kinds of people that you just can't meet anywhere else. Like, you don't get this kind of hospitality. Don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, it's not the best hospitality, but it's hospitality, and that's what counts. Um, and there's very high crime rate for Jacksonville as a city. It's one of the largest cities in the U.S. by mileage. Um, has a pretty big population as well. Um, I think it's in the top five, actually. But, you know, the crime rate has never been good. But it has more police. It's not, if you're from Lando Lakes and you're listening to this, it's not as bad compared to Ybor City, especially Central Ybor with all the chickens and stuff. Yes, chickens. I said chickens like the bird. There are baby and mama chickens and roosters and hens that just walk around there in the streets, sidewalk. It's crazy. And if you haven't been to downtown um, Central Dade City in Tampa, in Florida, um, to those of you who haven't been there, it's basically a New Orleans. And anyone who hasn't been to New Orleans obviously has an idea of what it looks like. We've all seen the memes, pictures, videos, movies based off of it. Disney classic Princess and the Frog literally starts off in New Orleans. Well, anyways, that's basically what Central Ybor is. And it is not pleasant whatsoever. I tell you, one time when I was driving... Um, I was driving to downtown Tampa because the job that I work at is there's a there's a site that I had to visit to take pictures of. It's in Davis Islands. It's kind of like the Boca Raton of Tampa. Boca Raton is a high class residential area in Florida. I don't know where, but I know it's one of the richest here. Well, miniature Boca Raton Island, like half 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 the size of the real Boca Raton Davis Islands really nice houses they definitely stand out it's crazy i mean like kardashian and jeffree star style homes well i'm helping this um millionaire whose name i cannot state build his house by the water and usually when i go to that site i go there often like once every week to take pictures and sometimes for meetings in case some if someone gets hurt they call off a they call over an HR rep and he has to give a dumbass speech and I have to be there because I'm a lead project manager so I'm involved in almost every step of the construction just I don't I'm not the guy that goes out there with gloves on and jackhammer shit no I just take pictures and I'm there for meetings 
I do manage a small group of people, but they're more managers there when I'm not there than they are actual construction workers. And I do have to consult with um, the guy who's actually um, wanting the place to be built, the home. I have to talk to him. I have to talk to his manager. I have to talk to the um, the architect as well because if mistakes are made, there are options to improvise and that takes a lot of money in a construction process. So that if you know construction and finances, that should tell you how rich this guy is. He is very rich. Um, drives, pulls up in a Lamborghini to see his home the progress he showed up just randomly while I was taking pictures one day but anyways when I'm in downtown Tampa and I'm on Davis Islands taking these photos I like to I like to s just drive around for a little bit well I wanted to go to a 7-eleven and as usual I open up my phone and I'm like 7-eleven I don't know if you guys do this but I don't like look for a specific one I look for the closest one now I thought I I had known prior to this situation how bad Ebor City was but I've only heard stories of it at night like all this crime stuff so like obviously if I'm, oh I'm in Ebor City but it's daytime it's daytime when I was driving you know you don't think about it it's like if you go to Detroit you'd rather drive through Detroit during the day than at night wouldn't you if you had to well so I Pick the closest 7-Eleven. I swear to God, there's a 7-Eleven in the middle, like in the heart of downtown Tampa. I swear to God there is. But for some reason, from where I was, the closest 7-Eleven was in the middle of Ebor City, central Ebor City, right by the transit system, like literally the worst place at night. But hey, I wasn't going there at night. So I pull up. I already knew I was in Eber City. I was like, oh, I don't know. I kind of felt uneasy because I've never really been there, but I've heard so many stories of what it's like. Well, I went there, and right when I, like, parked, I got out, and there was a chicken in the middle of the road, just a live chicken. I look around to see where he came from, and then I see another chicken around the corner, right down by this um, homeless man that looks like he's dead in the fucking corner. And I see another chicken, and I'm like, oh, he probably came from over there. And then I was like, oh, okay, nothing to worry about. And I kept walking, and down the sidewalk I saw a bunch of other chickens. And I'm like, oh. So this gay guy in front of me comes walking up, right? And I'm on the sidewalk. You know, the central Ebor city is famous for its cigars. They make handmade cigars. There's a lot of cigar stores, so it smells like cigars. Um, I said cigars so many times. Cigars, cigars. Anyways, walking down the street, see this gay guy. This gay guy walks up. Um, not up, he just walks past me. Well, right when he passed me, I turn around and say, Hey, buddy, what's up with all the chickens? And he says, Oh, they live here. They've always been here. And I was like, Oh, <clears throat> cool. And he's like, Yeah, they're cute, aren't they? And I'm like, Yeah, they're very cute. Because, you know, chickens, I, I like chickens. I don't know if you guys know. But if you guys don't know, find a favorite animal. My favorite animal would be a chicken, of course. Well, oh, there's chickens everywhere. So I'm walking. I swear to God, I passed like five homeless people. Now, to when I told you downtown um, central Ybor City is worse than Jacksonville, Jacksonville is famous for its homeless people. I grew up on the streets of Jacksonville. It's been the same the past 20 years since I was little. 
you know, you see people on the street. I was like, oh, my dad would call them bums. And then the older I got, I found out what homeless people are. And growing up in downtown Jacksonville, there are homeless people everywhere. But I have never walked down a block and seen five to ten homeless people. And I walked several blocks. Every block had five to ten homeless people on them. Laying against the door, by the window, just outside a cigar shop. No one cares. No one shoes them. And some of them looked like they were fucking dead. There were chickens lying next to homeless people, just chilling. I'm like, buddy, he could be dead. I shoot him away. And when I shoot the chicken away, he made a big, big deal with his feathers. He, like, flapped him violently. The homeless man didn't move. I didn't see his back moving when he was breathing. I didn't see him twitch. He didn't make a noise. I didn't even see his face. Hell, his face could have been sliced off. Someone could have scalped him. Some Indian could have ran by. I don't know. It's not racist. That's a, histor- a historical um, fact. So that it's cool little reference to Western films. But anyways, <clears throat> you see? Oh, <laughs> he could have been dead. Uh, that's funny. Well, yeah, so I walked up. I found the 7-Eleven. And then right outside the 7-Eleven, there's this um, surprisingly, well, fuck, that's racist. A well-groomed African-American on a bicycle with a bunch of shopping bags. That's not, nothing to think there. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, then he starts being homeless. He walks up to me, asks me for money, and I'm like, no, I'm just going in here to get a drink, and then I'm leaving. And he says, well, hey, can you buy me a pack of cigarettes? And I said, well, I'm old enough to buy cigarettes now, and according to everyone else, I look older than I am which I don't see it. I've I've gotten from family members as well that I could pull off 21 or older. I I don't see it. But um, I didn't want to have a confrontation or feel pressured to do that for him, so I said, I'm underage. And he said, how old are you? And I was like, fuck. Now, obviously, I just say something. I'm not that very smart, so I didn't know what the legal age was, so I said 15. Like, who... No kid's allowed to do anything at 15. You're not allowed to do nothing. Kidding? <laughs> 15? I was behind bars at 15. You know? I wasn't doing nothing. Well, he's like, Oh, shit, you're, you're 15? Damn! It goes on saying, like, You got old, you got old beard and shit. And I was like, mm, Thank you. Well, gotta go. He grabs my arm. He reaches into his bag. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm just kidding. I was the no fuck. I was just like, oh, I just, I'm friendly. I'm friendly. I'm not aggressive to anyone. Well, he reaches in his bag and he pulls out um, a cheap ripoff AirPod um, case with no pods in them. It wasn't in a box. It was just the, the thing. That's it. He flips it open. I literally had my AirPods in my ears when I was walking out there. So... He pulls that out, and he asks me, hey, you need a charger? Just look at him. Unless you've been under a rock, I think you can understand how weird this is. I don't know how to explain it, but that's weird. Like, that's not an AirPod case. I mean, it was the weird-looking, off-brand, bulky-as-hell AirPod case. It wasn't the fancy new one. It was an off-brand, small, square AirPod charger thing that was really bulky and just ugly as hell. Steve Steve Jobs would vomit and then p- 
piss and shit himself if he saw this. This was terrible. Well, I said no, obviously. He said, please get me something. And he said, can you buy me some food? And I said, no, but I can buy you a drink, though. What do you want? And he says, uh, I don't know, man. What do you want? And I said, how about a nice Arizona sweet tea? And he's like, oh, yes, please. So I got him that, the green tea, Arizona green tea, the talk-in. And I got myself an RX energy drink by Arizona. So I came out there. I gave him his drink. Um, he said, have a good day. And I said, have a good day. And he says, thank you, man. You're a good man. I was like, oh, thank you, sir. You have a great day. Stay safe. He says, thank you, man. He just walks on all his day. Well, he, like, rides his bike off. So, you know, I get back in my truck and I, I go to a coffee place in downtown Tampa and then I head home. If you've ever been, if you've ever heard of Buddy Brew Coffee, I know they have a few places in some cities, but um, it's not very popular, but it's, it's very good. It's very good. I highly recommend you try their coffee. They have this thing where it's, it's iced coffee. And on the inside, you have, they they have a scoop of ice cream. A big scoop of ice cream. Think of a root beer float, but the root beer's coffee with creamer, a little bit of sugar, and then the float is ice cream, of course. It's really good. You, you think I'm crazy. You go there, you get it. There's no cap or nothing. It's just, think of a red Solo cup, but instead of red, it's clear and see-through. Think of a Starbucks cup. A little shorter. Fill it up with coffee. And then you got, like, two huge scoops in there. If I'm being honest, there's more ice cream than there is coffee, but there's a lot of coffee. It's not a little bit. Um, oh, I thought that was crazy. But I tried it, and I was like, whoa. You know, I asked the lady who is the, is the person that made that thing there. And she said, yes. And it was the manager. And I like asked him, is this like store wide? And he said, yes, sir, it is. I made it. And I, I literally asked him if I could give him a hug. And he said, sure. And I gave him a hug. Nicest man. Very nice man. Uh, he's kind of hippie looking, but that was even cooler. So, you know, got a hug from him. Thanked him. Made it look like I was going to cry, but didn't. That was funny. <laughs> Shook his hand, went back, ordered another one, ate that, and then I left. Not a cheap store, by the way. I mean, like, I think that was $9 for that drink. Yeah. You know, Starbucks is like 7 or 8 maybe 5 if you get a small something. But this place charged $9. 9 for a small... Starbucks looking size drink but hey it was worth the money and the money's not a problem for me if you guys know me you know that's not a problem but you know that was crazy um yeah you know I didn't really have a lot to talk about but I just wanted to make a short little yes yeah, short by short I mean like less than 20 minutes and that's what this is a short little you know, where I've been, what I'm up to, am I okay? I'm perfectly fine. I hope everyone's staying safe during this coronavirus thing. It's pretty scary. Um, but, you know, we can get through it if we stick together. You know, help each other, check on each other.
That's what you got to do. Hell, I reached out to two of my exes I never thought I'd ever talk to again. And that was crazy. I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. No, I'm not getting back with my exes. But I love everyone just the same. Even my exes. Even people I hate, I love a little bit. Like, if I had the opportunity, I would not stand aside and let you die. Alright, I could never do that to anyone. You know, not my loved ones, not the people I don't really care for. But, you know, I love people. For who they are, what they are, and who they want to be, and who they've yet to be. And who they were, and are. You know, I respect that about people. That they can be so brave to give themselves a label. Like, that's amazing. You know, some people never learn how to do that. You think it's crazy, but it's not. There's some people that don't know how to put themselves out there. I used to be that person. I faked a personality and, and everything that I thought I liked and was. For so long, I convinced myself that's who I was. And I was still in high school when this happened. And only only until I graduated and had been graduated for a year did I really find out who I am. I know who I am now so much more than I did back then. It's crazy. Like, my old self would not believe that this is who I'd be. I've learned from my mistakes. I've learned from other people's mistakes. I've made friends, lost friends, cut friends off. You know, relationships have built up and some have crumbled and some have held on through the tired ships. But, you know, we're... We're only human. So why not be human a good human? Why not be a good human? Why not good be why not be a good person? Why do you want to live on this world and do hateful things? Hateful things don't really grow. Hateful things are temporary. You know, it doesn't grant you anything. Except for pain, trouble, and loss. But when you push when you push good things out of your life, when you do good things, good things can happen to other people. And that feeling is incredible. It's so much more worth it to be a good person, not a bad person. So let's all stick together. I'm blessed to be surrounded by the friends that I have, the ones that have stuck through by my side. When I said that I was so many, I, I went through so many phases and I grew up and I I tried so many things to find who I was. I mean, I tried, I tried being the manipulative person. I tried being the mean person. I tried being the hurtful person, the person that doesn't care about what other people think so much to the point where I'm just a dick. I've lost people because of that. I'm not saying that it's wrong to do that, but I needed to find out if I'm a good person at heart. And I realized I didn't get much joy out of living the lives that I've lived. So I dug deep. I learned stuff about myself. I got therapy. I got help. And I'm happy now. I have a strong faith in God. Um, I got baptized again. Because I wanted to feel stronger and I wanted to feel safe. I didn't want to be afraid of death anymore. So I got baptized. And my faith in my Lord God, Jesus Christ, Son of God, 
died on the cross for our sins, that's given me hope. And that's given me strength. I've sorted out who's good in my life and who's worth saving. And I just don't promote people who like to tear me down all the time. You know? I don't let life's negative things distract me from my goal. My goal is to become the best person I can be. And that will take a lifetime. It does for everyone. You don't know until until you're done. You know? You can't know what a painting looks like halfway through. You get to see it when you're done. I don't know what I'm going to turn out to be in the end. But I know right now if I do a lot of good, something good's got to come out of it. Furthermore, I enjoy the I enjoy it for the ride too, you know, teaching people, sharing it to people. It's nice. Well, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great night. It's 1:48 a.m., 49 a.m. right now. Um, I'm gonna watch Danny Duncan for a little bit, and then I'm gonna go to bed. So thank you all so much for talking. Um, what? <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great night. See ya.